lovely to see you again, Rocio, as always. And today we have with us Louisa. Hi. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Hello, guys. Thank you Louisa. for having me. <laughs> no, thank you for coming on. And Louisa, all the way from England. But Louisa, your journey didn't start in England. And so originally from Brazil. Okay. Um, I came in 2015 to Brighton, where I live now, for backpacking. So I went to okay. Europe, my first solo trip, international. Yeah. Solo trip, okay, exciting. Yes. Wow, yes. scary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I met my mom in Paris. Uh, my mom nice. was with some cousins around as well. So the first point when I came in Paris, I had my mom and two other cousins. And nice. then from there, went to Netherlands. I went to England. Um, I went to Spain, uh, Sweden. I don't know. Sweden, yeah. I don't know why, actually, I, I went to Sweden, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, was, was okay. <laughs> was How okay. was it? Well, I had a friend that he told me to go to Scotland mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and by mistake I thought was sweating. Right. <laughs> Don't ask me why. So okay. I went there. It was kind of nice because they have like um religiously traditional thing on the 31st of June because okay. of the summer. summer yeah yeah so they have a, a festival there and it's really nice um so was a was nice to to go on that specific time because of this was you quite are lucky different. <laughs> so it was a mistake trip but it was lucky because it yeah. worked out really nice. Yeah, yeah, That's definitely. The, the, a good it's always mistake. a good learning, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so here in England, I went to London and a friend of mine, she used to live here. Uh, so I met her in my my city in Belo Horizonte. Um, mm -hmm. She's from there as well. And she married with a guy. In, back in Brazil, that he did an internship here. Okay. At the time it was ten years ago. Now it's almost twenty. Wow. Uh, so he met uh, my fiance. Yeah. Uh, so they they met when he first came here. Uh, so the the guy that my friend married, the husband met Clayton, which is my fiance. Um, so I met Clayton here in 2015 when I was doing backpacking. I came to see my friends and I met mm -hmm. him. We start a relationship in distance, but the ocean was a bit tricky. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. It never works. I don't yeah, know. It's, not, it's not a good idea. Very complicated. No. The ocean yeah. makes everything difficult. The ocean in the middle and the the difference of time. Time, yeah. yeah. 
was they really, say that, really they say the distance you know makes the heart grow fonder but it's just at the end of the day it's just awkward i mean it can and work it, for a while in the beginning it can be nice but then right. you know if you want something long term it it doesn't work out right now as a short-term no. thing it's okay but long-term yeah, that's yeah. not good. yeah yeah so we learned this in in the not the best way so we broke up in the middle oh, of no. the way <laughs> okay uh, so we we broke up because i was like okay so we have this ocean and i was working i used to to be a travel agency in brazil mm -hmm. um for some some reason, I end up getting fired from this job. Oh. And with the money I got, I decided to spend on my Italian citizenship. Uh, so I went to Italy to do the, the documentation and the stuff. So when me, my mom, my cousin to, to go there, I spent three months. I supposed to spend the three months in Italy, but because the, the money exchange from here, which is the Brazilian money to like, Europe and, and those things. Not very good. It didn't work much. No. So what <laughs> I ended up doing was, um, I went for a month. I work in Croatia, in Dubrovnik, in exchange of hospitality. Okay. So the, I worked there, was an even season yet. So I helped to to clean the place and to paint and cook and stuff. Uh, so I was in, in a hostel. I exchanged to be able to be there and sleep mm. and eat. So I had everything that I need. <laughs> yeah. That's always, the basic good, thing. that's always a good way to travel, right? Like that's uh, fantastic way to travel. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, I use the world packers um, mm -hmm. because I'm quite scared as a Brazilian person. So wait, wait. How old were you when you were when you were doing this? When you took the first trip? When you started your journey? How old were you? Thirty. Thirty. Well, that's a good age. Good age. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so right. I, I was 31 mm -hmm. at the time when I first came in. So the when I came to to do my citizenship, I was 31. So when I came back was a year after. Um, so it was on the beginning of the year. So I was still 31 at the time when I, when all those things happened. Yeah. Um, so I did that. I went to Croatia for 30 days on, at this hostel and another 30 days in Ericeira in Portugal mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, as well in exchange. So I work as a photographer and nice. I supposed to start 
to help in the reception, but the group they, they were expecting had a delay, so it wasn't that much of people there for me to, to help. Did you have um, experience as a photographer or were you like, was it just a hobby or did you ever do it professionally? It's, it's, more, it's more just a hobby. Unfortunately, I, I really love to, to like take pictures and stuff. I like to travel too. So it's a really good combination. Of course. Fantastic. So I was really excited to, to have this and the person as well that managed the hostel. Uh, told me the best days and the best hours to take pictures because the the city is really white, so you uh -huh. need to go really early because of the sun and blah blah really blah. White. Yeah, yeah. The oh, houses they are yeah at least on on the center the the proper place. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. houses are white. Wow. Yeah. Most of them with a. With the blue hoofing and stuff, and it's really, yeah. really beautiful. Really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. amazingly and beautiful. And it's a place for surfing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you like surfing? <laughs> cool. No. <laughs> no. Well, I, I, I'm a really city person. I. In my, my city, we, we don't have beach and it's really far. Brazil is mm -hmm. really, really big. Yeah. It was like six hours, eight hours <clears throat> to get into a nice place with a nice beach to go. Right. So right. unfortunately, surf is not something that I know how to do. I know uh -huh. how to, to draw like and some other stuff, but not surfing it's not nice looking at it though let's yeah let, let it, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. i like that part i can do that <laughs> so yeah. let's go back a bit because because okay. you've covered a whole lot and i want i got questions i got heaps of questions so yeah. you you skipped over quickly where are you from in brazil i'm from belazonchi minas gerais which okay. is in the southeast but it's more in the countryside bases, okay. like it's more in the middle. Right. So there's no yeah, coast? No. No, it's not. Okay, fine. And um, something else you touched on that I wanted to ask about is you went to Italy for your citizenship. Now, yeah. now most people just can't just go to a country for citizenship. So tell us, how is it? Possible for you to go to Italy for citizenship? Um, so I have uh, my grand grand grandparents from okay. Italy. Right. And uh, so we have we need to get all the documentation and stuff. We we already had the process in mm -hmm. Brazil, but took so long it, it was like time. seven years wow. and nothing on the queue right. for us to to start to do the the documentation and stuff so when i decided to to go to do my citizenship because i was like okay now i have some money because i finished with this job and in brazil we have like 
it's like some money that we receive when when you get fired. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. And you for so long. I was working right. there for the company has to pay years. you. Right. Yeah. So the company has to, to pay, pay you to, to fire you. Yeah. Yeah. So they pay me a lump sum, and with this lump sum, I decided to to do my citizenship. Right. So my cousin, she she had a friend, a Brazilian person that she she works with the with the citizenship stuff, um, and she helped us. Okay. We went to Italy to do my Italian European passport. Right. So my my mom had all the documentation since the the person that born in Italy until me. Okay. Wow. Right. So all the so it's, so it's like a yeah. marriage, death, certificate, everything mm. in the in the same place. And then we went to Italy with all the documentation to prove that we have the rights to to be Italian and to have the citizenship yeah. and the the process can take around three months so I I decided to stay for the three months yeah with no much money that's why I decided to, to work in to, exchange to work, yeah to work while you were staying there so it's, yeah. so it's like um, an ancestral citizenship so it's come from your ancestry yeah 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 right great i have uh very i have the same thing with england my dad's dad uh was british and so <clears throat> while i never met him i was able to apply for an ancestral visa to to stay in england okay. also yeah. that really yeah, accelerates yeah, the process right it makes everything easier if you want right. to yeah. uh, be able to relocate having that possibility it's maybe something that everybody should be like start looking into if they have some uh, relatives that were, you know, originally from exactly. the country. Right? So it's a good, yeah. a good plan to follow. Yeah, yeah, they. I know that have like some difference between the the countries, like Portugal, to have the citizenship. The person that born in Portugal needs to be still alive oh, for okay. any other person to apply. Right. For, for the for the citizenship in yeah. the case of the Italian one is I think for us in Brazil because we have a huge Italian community that came because of the war they they ran and they came to to Brazil right and uh, so we have a huge community Italian there and I think it's the easiest one to get because okay. Some of them have a lot of restrictions. I know yes. about Portugal because one friend of mine, she tried to apply, but she couldn't because the Portuguese person was already dead, so she couldn't apply. Um, yeah. And have yeah. some other bits and pieces for the Italian one. Sometimes need to be a legal thing because women most of the time they are they weren't recognized um so need okay. to be a legal thing but yeah it, i think it's the like you said like you said every country is different and i think they have their own legislations yeah. in my case in england um it could only go back as far as my grandfather so 
my children, for example, will, will not be eligible for ancestral visas in England. Um, mm -hmm. Even though if you, if you have it, like they can't apply after you, like if you get it, then you cannot like give it to, to your children? They would, no, I would, I would have to become a citizen, oh, uh, a British citizen, and then they could apply through me as a citizen, but they would have to go and live there for a period of time as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it, every country has their own little idiosyncrasies in the laws, uh, as yeah. Louisa said, whether the person's dead or alive, how many generations back you can go, um, whether a person was born in a country or or gave the mother gave birth in the country or not. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's it's a minefield really, and you need to look into each mm -hmm. each different okay. system. Um, but that's really cool. Okay, so you you got your Italian citizenship. Yeah. Okay. Do you speak Italian? A little bit. A little bit. I would not okay. say like oh, very fluent. No. no it's good. <laughs> I, I don't speak Italian, so I can't test you. So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We believe you. Take your yeah. word on that. <laughs> well, I. I I start to learn because my plans was to to live there at least right. for a while. Yeah. So to when I hear someone speak Italian because it's Latin, I think we have some facility mm -hmm. yes. like Italian, French, um, all the, the Spanish, all the Latin Spanish, languages. Portuguese, yeah. For us to to understand and yeah. to learn as well. So when I was there, I spent one month there traveling with my mom when we was waiting for the documentation. Yeah. And <laughs> it was nice. <laughs> Italy's beautiful. So, yeah. Beautiful. If you haven't if you haven't visited, Italy is a beautiful place. You must go. Uh, uh, there's so much culture and so much history um, in the food, a good in the food. people. It's food, that's the, the most important, yeah. Oh. People are fun. People always want to have oh. a good time. Italians love to enjoy it's themselves. Very, very, very yeah. nice. Yeah. Perfecto. <laughs> yes, yes. Everybody, everybody Man, should go to the Yeah, <laughs> very good. <laughs> um, Lisa, I have, a, I have a couple of questions for you. Yeah. I want to know, um, when did you move to England and what do you currently do there? Like what 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 do you do for a living? Okay. Um so then when I was with my citizenship and trying to sort out um me and my fiance we we start to talk um and I and I supposed to come to see a friend of mine lives here at the time and then we decided to to try to live together mm -hmm. and try to have a family and etc and so i i went back to brazil with my ticket already bought to come back right. to england which wasn't the most acceptable thing for my parents and my sister <laughs> <laughs> okay 
because I supposed just to, to go for three months and go back and no, now I'm, I'm yeah. going. And now you're going. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So try, um, we, we would like to, to know each other and we will try to, to see how the things are going. So in 2016, I moved here. Mm -hmm. uh, already with my Italian passport, so I have the rights to work and to live here, uh, yeah. which now is a bit different because of Brexit and stuff, uh, right. but at the time was okay. So I started to work as waitress and then uh, in coffee shops. Now I work at the bank, um, mm -hmm. so I work as the financial advisor mm -hmm. if we can say like this um so it's more to on is on the phone i work with people that have financial difficulties and have the the products of the bank um and they are in arrears uh, so i help to to have a plan and support them with that um, so I start work with this at the bank and then now I move to another department from the bank, which is just the car finance. So it's a still collections department, it's a still people in arrears, but it's people in arrears with the car finance that the bank provides. Right. Quite specific. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Cool. And you said, um, and start a family. So you you have children? Yes. So now I have a little boy, my baby Pietro. <laughs> Italian. 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 Very baby. good. <laughs> he doesn't have Italian citizenship yet, but I need to provide. And the Brazilian as well. He's just yes. English. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Just English. Just English. <laughs> how, how old is Pietro? So he's two and a half. Oh, he's a baby. He is a baby. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, yeah, my baby. They said he's toddler, but he's not. He's my baby. Oh. <laughs> two years now, two years is toddler. No. No. Nah, still baby. <laughs> Five years toddler. No. Yeah. Uh, do you do you uh are you raising him like uh speaking english and and portuguese and what what is the main language that you speak at home yeah so um uh, my my fiance he he had a, a previous relationship and he has another two kids so mm -hmm. we have sophia which is 13 mm -hmm. teenager oh my god and we have Caetano that is going to turn eight next month uh, and Pietro will turn three in November. Okay. Uh, so in at home, because we are both Brazilian, um, so he is Brazilian as well, I forgot okay. to mention. Yeah. Uh, so we, we speak in Portuguese at home. Yeah. And at the nursery, he learns and he speaks English the whole day. So oh. he is more fluent 
in English. Yeah. If I ask something to him in, in Portuguese, most of the time he replied to me in English, but he understands me. All right. Yes, yes uh, quite normal. Absolutely normal. Yes. Um, Mario did the same when we were living in England. And uh, when we spoke to him in Spanish at that age, he would reply in, in English. So it's completely normal. It's all the information is there. The whole language is there. He's just not using it yet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And we have this little. And the oh, other baby. Oh, hi, baby. Yeah, those are my type of babies. <laughs> uh, very good. That's Jacob. What's your uh, name? Jacob. 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 Okay. Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I was assuming your fiance was was British. <laughs> Until you mentioned South Brazilian. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good to know. So how does yeah, it's how not does a lot of Brazilian. <laughs> yeah. How has it worked for you after Brexit? Tell us a bit about that because I I left England before Brexit. No, so yeah. how's it work so, you being Italian, uh, Brazilian? They, they have like, they postponed the, the Brexit thing for a while. So mm -hmm. from 2020, I need to, to like to apply for a press settlement because I, I wasn't here for more than five years. Right. So I need to apply for a press settlement to keep living here and be able to work and stuff. Mm -hmm. And from five years, I start to be able to apply for a settlement. Right. So you need to okay. prove how long you, you've been here, that you're working here. Mm -hmm. um, if you have like raised a family and those things, so you need to prove how long you're here, that you never went to, to another place for the, the five years that you just live in here. Right. Um, so the first one, I did a press settlement that's supposed to be valid until 2025. And then because I already have the five years living now here okay. i decided to to request the the settlement so now yep. i allowed to live here forever so now you're allowed to live forever yeah, so yeah. You will have... and i'm allowed to to ask mm -hmm. uh, a citizenship as well yeah so oh, nice. so if you apply for citizenship there you will have citizenship in brazil italy and england yeah, so the thing is, I'm not sure. Uh, someone already told me if I opted to have a, a British one, I cannot have others. I think yeah. I can only have two, right? As a, I, that's what I understood, that, that you can have two citizenships. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If someone told me the same, if I apply for citizenship in Spain, then I have to denounce my citizenship in New Zealand. But... I don't know. I always don't understood know. that there's something called dual citizenship. 
Like you yeah. can have both, like your native countries and then where the, the place where you live, but then you yeah. cannot have more than two. Wow. Well, I don't well, know. You, you can, know. when you find out, you can tell us. Yeah, that would be good to know. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Especially because I want my, my baby to be everything. Yes, be everything. Well, he's everything. everything. Right. If of he course. decides to live here, he can live here. If he decides to go to, to any other place in Europe, okay. If he wants to go Europe. back to Brazil, that's fine. That's fine too. I will not recommend, but that's fine. <laughs> so have you have you not considered going back to Brazil at one point? Or are you like, do you think you're gonna stay in England indefinitely? Well, I really miss my family and my friends. Mm -hmm. Um he's really a different culture. And uh, mm -hmm. so it's really difficult to have friends and it's not the same. We we are more friendly, more happy. Um, okay. It's easier to to find friends and to be friends of someone in Brazil. So okay. I, I used to have a lot of friends in Brazil. Here I don't have many friends um, and all my family lives in Brazil. So it's the difficult part um, is that Brazil is really violent. Um, it's not something that I miss from there. Right. And when I think, I don't, I don't imagine me back living in Brazil. Right. Okay. Like to to start again now. I'm always forty, and to be back in from so long. Um, out of the country, uh, out of any jobs there, I know it will be difficult for, for me to reallocate to some place and have like a nice paycheck and those things. Mm. So it's something and the violence and economy as well, there is something that don't, don't I don't think I, I would do maybe yeah. when i retired right it's one of the the most difficult things i think for for all of those uh or for all of us who relocate right and sometimes having to evaluate the possibility of going back to our countries and right. then seeing all the negative things and it's very sad it's very hard that we have to say you know even though i miss home i miss my family uh it's gonna be harder for me to go back to my country and to right. start over and it's not gonna be the best option for for myself or for, for my close family now and then you know always that keeping us away from where we're from i think that 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 is, there's always that feeling of uh confrontation inside our hearts right like mm -hmm. we miss it but yeah we can't right. it's not the best thing to do so I, I, I can relate to that feeling. I have the same emotions when I think about going back to Costa Rica sometimes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have yeah. that as well. That, that's that constant, that constant uh, tug of war, a little pull inside. And, and even though my country is so safe, you know, I don't have the problem of, of coming from an unsafe country. The thought of going back home and having to start all over again 
in what? Build a new career, build a new life, make new friends, uh, everything from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, it's a big, it's a big ask. Would be a big thing to do, and I would find that very difficult. Yeah. Um, so that 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 tug of war is something that's always there with us. Yeah. So you mentioned that the differences between cultures, of course, you know, we Latin Americans are are loud and friendly and and we like to party and you know very yeah. different from from some <laughs> of the european countries that are more reserved uh, a little bit more private especially like british cultures can be very private sometimes right um yeah. so what do you think are uh the the most difficult things for you that you that you had to adapt to uh when it comes to culture differences and and what are some of the things that you prefer now or that you really uh, appreciate about british culture that you say well i really like this about living here um so about the total situation i hate the weather <laughs> just one of you <laughs> I, hey, Daniel Daniel is the there thing. I'm so hot yeah. <laughs> am I the only one that liked British weather seriously no yes you are Hello. the British weather is horrible it's not possible it's... you like I no. did like it I loved it Daily. the whole no. day I like grey days <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, great days are okay, but great years are not come so on. good. It's, it's not that bad. The you got the summer. Year. And when <laughs> no. the sun comes out, it's no. for a week, maybe, and then it goes away again. No, it's not okay. All right, all right. Okay. Yeah, is... <laughs> Imagine now <laughs> Europe is in a heat wave. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not. But would you rather be in a heat wave right now? Look, Daniel's complaining it's so hot. But you're not I Europe think... anymore. But you, you can be you cozy. Brexit, with Brexit, you guys are not out of Europe. So that's why you don't have the heat wave. <laughs> I'm waiting for the heat wave to finally come. That's your Brazilian blood. <laughs> no. And I'm not the person who really likes to be like, as a sausage by the sun, because <laughs> the most I can get is like a tomato face and stuff. <laughs> I will not get tan, never. Yeah, it's yeah, really it's difficult. Awesome. It's really difficult, but just the energy and uh, yeah. like people around and have like the food festivals and. People are, are more happy and here have a lot of internship things. So that the city starts to get like really, really full of people, a lot of teenagers and a lot of young people. But the youngsters. Like, yeah. But it's youngsters. really, it's nice to, to be like 10 o'clock and is it still sunny mm -hmm. then at night like is it start to yeah get England. yeah but it's mm. just summer and summer is like three months mm -hmm. and the rest of the year is pouring raining <laughs> 
All right. Okay. So you hate the weather. What else do you hate and what do you love? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the what I hate as well, I think, was just more the weather. I don't like. Um, and the things here, like the accessibility for every people is really different from Brazil. Like you can see a lot of old people, uh, people with disabilities, people with like mental problems and stuff, and they have a life. They, yes. uh, they go out, they yeah. take the bus, they go to, to have a coffee, they have people that work uh, to make their life a bit better. Mm. In Brazil, people, if you have like someone with like a paralysia, I don't know in English how, how they call Like paralysis? Yeah, like if you don't don't have all the movement. Uh, mobility. Yeah, okay. Some paralysis. Yeah, some mobility then. Yeah. Um, so the person don't get out. Yeah. They don't go to anywhere. Looks like if he's uh, a children or if he's some teenager, they looks like the family hiding them. Mm -hmm. yeah. They don't okay. want them to see, they don't want them to know that you have someone that's not perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they don't go out. They don't have um, access to, to do stuff. They don't have the, the facility and the support as they have here. Mm. Because most of the family, when you have someone that have any impairment they they have help from the government to have someone to support and to take them to to do things and to go to the beach and to take a bus and go to the cinema to go to to have a coffee and to even like have friends because sometimes I can see a, a group of three four people with someone mm -hmm. responsible for them but they, they can like be together, That's hang right. out. That's very interesting. That's yeah. very, very interesting to hear it's that. Really, yeah, and it's really nice to see those things because in, in my country, we don't see. So what, what, how would you say that? Like, in, is that like inclusivity? Is that how you would refer to that? The possibility yeah, of everybody yeah. living a life yeah. like, equally and having the same possibilities? Because yeah, it's it's very similar here in in Guatemala. Uh, you know, a lot of people with uh, disabilities or, or I don't know how you call it now, limited abilities are um, they they don't get the same opportunities as everybody else, which is really unfair. You know, because these people are a hundred percent capable of doing a job and, and going to school and mm. even going outside. You know, like go, going out of their house and moving around town is hard the 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 streets are not you know um prepared for for them to to be able to move and their wheelchairs and that so it's very interesting to hear because i never would have thought that that would be something so 
meaningful, like so, such an impact that you would compare to to your country? It's it's true. My experience, as you said, my experience in England is is true. It's the social services, while they're not perfect, they're there. They have a really good structure in terms of social services for yeah. for people in need. So there are systems in place for everybody, and yeah, these people are living in part of the community uh, along with everyone else. Mm. Really. So um, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I can imagine how coming from a country where those services are not available at all, um, coming into a country where the services are so good is is mm -hmm. quite an impact. No. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice to to see them around, like. Because yeah. I used to work in, in coffee shops, so every day it was yeah. someone to to go there, and elderly people as well. They just go and they just do. Mm -hmm. They live their life. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, it's really nice because mm. they have the accessibility. They have um have people who has the those motto things and and they can go around so it's, it's really nice to see that they can do that and no one look like oh right yeah right, right. and and here here in brighton as well um it's like um how they said it's like a um, gay yes. capital capital gay of Europe. Oh really? It's the gay capital of Europe. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Okay. How did you know that? Yeah. I didn't, so, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> you you have a look. So last week, um the weekend was the, the gay parade here. And uh -huh. have people from everywhere to wow, come. Wow! Okay. So it's like the city was really, really full. And another thing that is really different from from my country is because no one cares. Right. You can yeah. be gay. You can go out with the bunny ears. You mm. can go shopping on your flip-flops and pajamas and no one cares right so, okay know, now that you mentioned you need to almost you need to use makeup to go to the corner bond thing or, or to yeah. get some bread it's it's true you know i remember when i when i had the chance to to live in england and it, i'm talking about the 90s right this was a long time ago and it really that one of the 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 first things that shocked me is that that I realized that nobody cares what you wear, nobody cares about what you do, and I felt such a sense of freedom when it comes because you know I was I was like I am from Costa Rica and back then and I still but obviously back then Costa Rica was a very um, what is a, a traditional and, and you know like conservative. Uh, yeah, yeah conservative yeah i'm sorry i was that's the word i was looking for conservative country right so i get mm. to England and i see these people doing whatever you know and, and just walking around the streets wearing anything they like and i thought this is wonderful this is fantastic <laughs> you don't have to worry people don't care 
and you can yeah. be yourself. And that I totally understand. And, and it's one yes. of the best things. I totally agree. Yeah. So it's really nice to see like, okay, I sometimes when I when I used to, to go out at night, now <laughs> the baby's really difficult. But when when we used to, to go out, I, I saw like I think it's more when when you celebrate something like birthday, weddings and stuff, and people in totally different costumes and wearing like yeah. funny costume with the with the bum you you can see that's so much fun just like a little pants and nothing i would else. totally go out with with like cat ears everywhere come yeah. on that's fantastic <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's it's so much true. fun it's true and brighton and brighton is a party town so yeah. if, I remember, if I remember anything correctly, is because I lived in Bournemouth, which is a bit further along the coast. Um, so everyone who is coming, going to have a big weekend out, who lives in London and wants a big weekend out, will go down to Brighton, or go down to Bournemouth, or go to one of those uh, seaside towns and really let loose. Especially for, you know, that party night before their wedding, that last night before your wedding you know so they would go out and yeah i know the type i know the get type lost it's just <laughs> so much fun crazy yeah yeah all right so we need so to go we, we need to party there we need to go <laughs> <laughs> okay so wait i have an important yeah. question and, and this is very very important very serious food let's talk about food uh you know the differences between brazilian food and british food oh my god don't uh, ask me that. Can you repeat the question? British food is not that bad. What? It's not that good. <laughs> what do you that is English in England? Now, uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think your average British food that you get from the supermarket or in the local store is horrendous. But, <laughs> okay, but. There are some fantastic British chefs and there are some fantastic British restaurants. And so really good British food is good. But your average British food is, it's crap. in my opinion, is, is very average. Very average. Terrible. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, so what do you miss the most about, about Brazilian food? Do you cook Brazilian food at home? Do you get the ingredients? Is it easy to, to get? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a big Yay. Yeah, so we have here in Brighton, we have two Brazilian supermarkets. Oh. oh so we wow. can find a lot of stuff. The meat, because they don't have the, the cuts, it's not the same cuts of the meat. Right. So we can yes. find the meat cuts and we can find a lot of ingredients and a lot of things. So we cook Brazilian food at home. Right. We always have beans, rice, meat, even batata palha. What is that? So it's, yeah. it's, like, it's, like, it's like potato chip 
It's like yeah. potato chips cut up in tiny little potato fries. Oh, wow. I have never seen that. It's like and tiny little potato fries. Even. So they're crispy. Yeah. This is like pork corn, but it's not the, the corn that we do the popcorn. It's like oh, a white. It's like candy popcorn. Oh, yummy. <laughs> I like popcorn. I like candy. I thought, popcorn. I thought that they... sounds good. Yeah. But those those little french fry things look really interesting. I want to try those. We get those too. We, yeah? we, where, where I live, we live, we're 10 minutes from the border with Portugal. So we drive over to the supermarket in Portugal to buy them. Oh, okay. Cool. Nice. Yay. Yeah. All right. So at least you get a chance to, you know, keep your, your same, uh, you know, yeah, that's nice those. and cook, cook the, the food. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously there is not the whole variety because fruits. Brazil have like fruits and vegetables. Right. That is <clears throat> like absurd. Oh, yeah. 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 The fruit in Brazil. Is absurd the the, the price the the banana is not a banana you have 10 types of bananas you yeah. have a, a lot of sort of vegetables and fruits and obviously we can find some of the things here uh, especially like the the canned things and um, the things that is more the expiry date is not like straight yeah. away. Right. So it's easier to, to have this, but the fruits and the vegetables is still not that is easy to find here. <laughs> um, so another, a while ago, I found out that is some okra, which is really something traditional in Brazil that we used to, to cook like chicken with okra um, is some like proper dish from my state, um, which is lovely for who likes okra right. because <laughs> all of or hate, don't have a middle. Okay. I was actually uh, talking, uh, we were learning about okra the other day in oh. class with my students because we read, uh, I don't remember what, we were reading about barbecues around the world and okra uh, was mentioned in one of the articles and, and we didn't know what it was. So we had right. to Google it, we had to read about it and read the description of the texture and the flavor, which was very interesting to read about it and try to compare it with other foods. And they said that you either love it or hate it. So interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah just... don't have a middle thing. Or you're no. gonna love <laughs> and you're gonna, oh my God, it's so delicious. Or you oh my god, it's disgusting. And sometimes oh. depend on the way you cook, it's uh, it's like a really uh sticky. Slimy. Slippery, right? That's yeah. What I that's what I read, that it was like slippery. Yeah, like so it depends on the, the way. If you don't know how to prepare, 
you can end up doing something not that nice, so nice. at least not for your eyes. Have you tried it, Daniel? Have you tried it? I don't, but I'm, I'm not sure, no? to be honest. No? I think I might have tried it. I tried as many things as when I was in Brazil, I tried as many things as I could, but I don't remember, to oh. be honest. Yeah, probably, probably not. Uh, I don't know from the rest of the of the country, but it's, it's really traditional in, in Minas Gerais, okay. uh, which is the the place in Brazil for food. So it's something that that's why for me, like the English food is because uh, uh-huh. <laughs> we have so much options and so much flavors Mm. in brazilian food especially in my state because we are coffee and pão queijo and a lot of type of chicken things with yeah yeah so that's why we cook brazilian food at home now i'm getting hungry now uh, you know i don't have to stop talking about food food, yeah i just imagined the bread with cheese i'm really hungry (laughs) all right daniel do you have any final questions for luisa no i don't i don't i think we've covered an awful lot and i think we need to wrap things up um but it's been absolutely fun Amazing talking to you. Yeah. Getting to know you a little bit. Uh, we could talk all day, I think, but uh, <laughs> but we need to wrap things up and uh, and call it call it on this uh, on this episode. Thank you so much you. for being here today for sharing about your journey. It sounds amazing. Yeah. And maybe yeah, in the future absolutely. we can do uh, a second part where you can share some of the photographs that you took during your journey to wow, uh, yeah. was it to Greece, was it? I and it was Portugal. Portugal. I want to see yeah. pictures of that white town. I would love to see that. So maybe in the future we can do another one. Right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All Fantastic. right. Excellent. All right. Thank you everybody. Okay, thank you so thank much you. guys. Good. Now I need okay. to and we'll take the, the baby home. Go and pick up the baby. All right. Okay then. Yeah. Okay, thank you so much. Bye. Thank <laughs> Take you. Take care, you guys. Bye bye.